0: What's up everyone? Welcome to episode 65 of TNS, the fifth episode in season three. We've had some absolutely wonderful conversations so far, a real eclectic mix of conversations I may say. But today we're talking all things food related. I'm joined by Lauren also known as The Starving Student. She has a uh, pretty big following on Instagram nowadays. She has a fantastic page, in fact, so many great recipes and tips, which of course we delve into in this conversation. Um, I just wanna do a few plugs for her at the start of this because I absolutely love her work. So make sure you check out her uh, website, which is www.thestarvingstudent.co.uk. You'll find loads of meal plans there and her brand new student manual, which she's just brought out. A fantastic initiative. Um, So make sure you check out those two things. And also, Lauren has done a a wonderful thing, a bank holiday discount, which we all love. I'm a sucker for any kind of discount. Uh, But yeah, this is on offer for a few days. So it's 15% off everything in the starving student shop with the code and this is in capitals food 15 now i think a lot of you will like this it's obviously targeting not only uni students but just young people in general to be honest with you so yeah food 15 is the code for 15 percent off everything in the next few days so thank you to lauren for doing that so make sure you go and check that out. Now, regarding TNS, I always say at the start of every episode, hit up our blog, www.tnsblog.com. Lots of content on there, lots of guest writers with just a yeah, huge variety of content. So if you'd rather read stuff, yeah, www.tnsblog.com. And finally, if you enjoy listening to TNS and you have an iPhone, then if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a nice review, that would be much appreciated. But now, without further ado, I bring you today's conversation. Well, thank you so much for for coming on and joining me. I know you're you're very busy at the moment, so uh, (laughs) much appreciated. Um, So I guess to start off this convo, I'd really like Mm. to know how you came to set up your page uh mm-hmm. and how you got into cooking in general
1: yeah so um it's a bit of a weird one because um I I study architecture so my food and my food page um, is um it's completely different it's you know nothing related at all so when I was um very little so my dad was my dad my dad's Spanish uh, my mom's English so I always had a kind of bit of influence from both but You know, my dad, he'd always, um, show me how to make little things like salads, salad dressings, like nothing involving the heat or anything dangerous, but, you know, just little things kind of you could do around the house. And then he'd go into work and tell, tell his colleagues, oh, Lauren made a little salad today. like, so that's, that's actually how the cooking kind of originally started. And then, um, always cooked kind of for myself in kind of during A-levels, um, same at uni, always cook for myself. I genuinely can't remember the the last time I had a a ready meal or something like that. I do have takeouts, um, do have takeouts, but yeah. So um, it kind of all started the actual page at the end of first year. um, Amazing year at uni, went to Nottingham Uni. um, Just best time ever. And then of course you have the summer break, which is so long and it's brilliant because you meet all your friends, but I needed kind of basically a project. So um, I just, my dad basically said, we went on holiday to Italy um, with my family, took loads of photos of just the food I was making. And he just said, oh, Lauren, what's that? What's that Instagram thing? Like, why why don't you just, why don't you just put them up on there? I was like, dad, like, I can't, I can't put them up on my private one. I, I need to, I need to make a proper one if I'm gonna. So it was another another Instagram page just for food photos um and then over kind of second year at being at uni realized that actually all my student friends um and kind of my brother's friends and people I knew actually they were really interested in how I just actually made them because they had the photos but they didn't know how to make them so then came the recipes um just started putting little things up and then Uh, I had a very basic website that I just set up it was with um, just with Wix you know they give you they give you templates but I just kind of I'm from a design background so I just did it myself Um, set that up and then pretty much from the mid kind of mid third year to where we are now which is um, what we now we're actually end of technically end of fourth year now I am Um, it's just kind of boomed and recipes have gone out um people from to, really people across the world I I see people from other countries uh messaging me and visiting my website and like that that's so like it's so great to, to know that people are actually using them and obviously some recipes are very English so it's nice to see that people are actually interested um and that's where it is now yeah
0: I mean, it's incredible, um, sort of where it is now, as, as you say, and, and and the direction it's going in. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. very big page now, um, you know, very well known. I'm interested. So, when you first set it up, obviously, no one sort of envisions it becoming this big. <laughs> were you, yeah, this at the start? Did you think people would sort of reject that idea, or were you convinced? Like, no, nah, I'm I'm onto a winner here.
1: <laughs> no, nah, ne- I wish I wish I knew it would um you know become what it is now. But um uh, no, ne- never thought that. I thought I kind of thought at the the most that it would become a a place for maybe loads of students at at my uni to know, you know, like something just known across the campus, maybe they just hear it. Um and yeah, I, I was nervous because um I didn't as horrible as it sounds, I didn't want people to be like, Um, to judge me for trying to do something that might fail and I think anyone that does start something up in a brand or a business when they're young everyone thinks that I'm sure Um, but I kind of got past that stage where I just thought right like I love my food I love my recipes and other people do so just do it just ask people if they can share my stuff ask people if they can you know rave about me to their friends and (laughs) and then um so yeah that's it really was word of mouth um, quite a lot at the start. Um, and now, obviously, I have um, other brands kind of um, showing me off on their pages. And so that's, that's
0: like why it's a bit of a snowball. Yeah. Um, it's been good. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, you touched on like getting people to share your stuff at the start. <laughs> oh, my You feel so like shameless. They're like, oh, my God, please, please share my story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You just to get over that. Or, yeah yeah like you know people who like you um who want you to do well aren't gonna mm. an eyelid at it really they're gonna they're gonna support you no matter what but uh you have to get over that awkward stage <laughs> do, do. you really do yeah that yeah that sort of snowball effect um mm. but yeah it, it's an amazing page and obviously we'll, we'll link it all um, in the description and everything mm. um but obviously you focus on eating healthily uh, on a budget that's sort of your yeah. mass if you will yeah eating healthily can be a task at times you know it should yeah. be uh, it's human nature you should just be healthy all the time but it's, it's hard mm-hmm. and the importance of eating healthy it, it can just have such an impact on your well-being can't it yeah
1: yeah and i think it's really hard obviously at the moment we're kind of we don't know what's going to happen in terms of covid like this is a very kind of um Poignant kind of time for well-being and mental health, and the food that we eat, and how we make it, and do we grow it in our garden? And to be honest, I think the best way that particularly young people, students, need to think is to strip all of it back to just firstly just look at what are the types of food you need to eat to be healthy. Forget all of the and anything you hear about supplements and anything you hear about. Um, crazy diets, anything you hear about how maybe, you know, celebrity, um, celebrity bodies and the foods they eat strip all of that back because at the end of the day, maybe for them it works. And what you see on the camera, on the, you know, on the front of, um, magazines and things, that's not, that's not necessarily true. So as a student, um, that's why I'm trying to just show people, honestly, the food that I have, how much I spend um, the way that I cook it, the things I unfortunately have to throw away for whatever reason. So yeah, stripping it back, going back to the basics of just, you know, different types of food, what they do to your body. um, And yeah, and just, and how it affects um, how that will affect how we work at uni um, or wherever you are, college or school or whatever. um, And how that can really make you so much more um, happy basically. And um and healthier
0: I'm healthier i think you touched on a really good point there which is it does make you happier um i can mm. back that uh, when i was in second year yeah. uh you know it was domino's galore uh, yeah. was, uh <gasps> and then and then you become sluggish you know it's um yeah. i it a little bit it's very hard to break out of those unhealthy habits uh whereas now you know i'm I'm uber healthy uh, and and mm. you see the benefits uh, of it and, and and that's it's the hardest part is breaking that sort of habit of eating out a lot or yeah. greasy, greasy food a lot whatever it may be so it's making yeah. a conscious decision to, to break out of it but I think especially at uni people find it hard um to yeah. eat in your home um it's it's slightly different when you when you get older as well but yeah, at uni specifically, I know that you're trying to challenge that notion of it's hard to um, sort of eat healthy with yeah. your uh, your meal plans, um, which yeah. I personally love because you know, let's say you're hungover after a night out, the last thing mm. you want to try and make something from scratch, and and your meal plans basically try are trying to counter this like sort of fast food takeaway option. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's it's difficult because I know everyone's schedule at uni is completely different, especially if maybe for example, you've got, um, you know, you, you play a sport or you have another hobby or you visit home a lot and you're, you know, your schedule is constantly changing. So there is, there is no one kind of right answer for how you plan your meals and how you cook. But yeah, so the meal plans, um, are essentially showing you, um, just the basics of understanding firstly batch cooking and the ability to have lots of portions that you can if during exams or during deadlines or whatever you just haven't got the time to cook you either take it out the freezer or you've got it in the fridge ready to just heat up Um, and also how you can actually um, use like the leftovers from one recipe into another one um avoiding food waste and also avoiding food waste it does end up saving you money because obviously you're not throwing away the food that you've spent money on so it's it's a win-win isn't it um yeah so that the meal plans yeah so they are there's I've done ones for vegan uh vegetarian there's some that include meats and there's some that include meats and fish because as a student I have so many friends that are vegans that are veggies that are just you know and then, and they can't all fit into that one perfect kind of um, meal plan. So yeah, they um, it's basically to help people understand how to plan how to plan your week. Um, it's got shopping lists in there as well because I know people, particularly students, struggle when they're out shopping. They either impulse buy and they get a load of ingredients that might not go together, but they'll somehow make it work. And then because they're not, <laughs> yeah,
0: right. so.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) and then a typical thing that happens then is that you make something that maybe you love the first day but then you just don't feel like it because it was maybe not a not a great meal so that goes in the bin so yeah what's the point you might as well um know what you're gonna um cook in the week have your list go out and buy those exact things um which is what the meal plans um that what they're
0: for and I think that I think they're great, and I think they'll help so many people just having that um, to, to see, to visualise, rather than as you say, just sort of scrambling around in your head and, and impulse buying. Um, and I, I guess that links with with that sort of budgeting idea of like if you yeah. have a specific list, you, you're going to stick to that list rather than you know see something in an aisle and, and, and just nab it straight away. Mm-hmm. So, do you? you know when you're thinking about budgeting for a, for a week do you do it, do you do it on a, on a weekly basis or is it sort of split in the middle of the week how, like how do you go about um sort of eating healthy on a budget
1: yeah so um for me it's probably kind of once every it's strange probably for me it actually ends up being maybe once every 10 days sort of thing um because i i go out i have my list for the week but then by the weekend i have all these little bits that i'm trying to still use up So that will carry me on for like a few more days. Um, And then midweek when I'm back from uni, then I'm like, oh God, there's nothing in the fridge. Let's quickly go and get um, a top up shop. And I'll try and kind of top it up until maybe the weekend when I can then do my full shop again. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what my housemate does as well. Um, We, you know, we plan a day when we're going to go. So for example, if you've actually got a friend that's got a car that's a great way to just, that's just another little tip, not necessarily budgeting, but just a useful kind of student thing. If you've got a friend that's got a car, try and plan when they're going, see if you can hop in. Um, you know, it's just, it saves, um, it saves the hassle of walking. Um, yeah. But in terms of actually budgeting in a shop, um, I do have a few kind of key tips. Right. So the first one you've already said is um, write a list, because if you have a list, um Just literally put it on your phone if you don't want to be that one to have a piece of paper. Like I carry a piece of paper just because I, I love having like to take it off sort of thing. But yeah, have it on your phone. Whatever. I know some people they screenshot it and just they quickly put it on their like home screen just whilst they're just whilst they're going out. um And it means you're not going to impulse buy. Uh, you're not going to spend loads on kind of snacks or um you know just the unnecessary things that you might not need. Um, and my kind of the second tip that is really, really important that people never kind of, maybe they just don't know about it, but when you compare products, so say you ha- you're going to the vegetable section and there's two packs of tomatoes, one's two pound and one's one pound 50. Like obviously people are going to go for one pound 50, but actually the thing you need to look at is the cost per cost per hundred grams or the cost like per unit, because it might be that the two pounds, the tomatoes that cost two pounds, it might actually have double the quantity in sort of thing. So on the little label that you see below any product in the supermarket, any, any product, it will say the cost either per unit or, you know, if you buy an eggs, it will say the cost per egg. So it be like 10 pence per egg or 15 pence per egg. And actually, if you just, you, you, you'll get used, as, as you go to the shops more and more, you'll get used to really quickly scanning it and at the first, it's a hassle. I know I've been there, but once you know how to do that, honestly, it, it will save you money in the long run. Um, hundreds of pounds you'll save.
0: No, I mean, I'm I'm learning so much just from that. I <laughs> no, I, I didn't actually that was the thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty stupid considering I'm 23, but you know, <laughs> thank you now because that's definitely something that I'm going to do next time. Well, yeah. that's uh, that's a really good tip. Yeah, I mm. uh, I just never realized that um but yeah so so obviously the budgeting thing you know giving some some great uh some great tips there and and that's sort of your mantra as we were saying mm-hmm. i was wondering if you could just give a few of your favorite healthy recipes just to just because people yeah. love listening to to just think, you know just get the mouth water in or whatever yeah yeah i was wondering if you had if you had a few favorites that you could just uh, uh give yeah. us
1: Okay, so um, the first thing I always say um, when you're, it's quite a basic one, but when you're moving into Student House, it's the one that I literally make every year when I've moved into my new place. It is basically um, either tomato spaghetti or a version that, um, a recipe I'm actually coming out soon with is tomato gnocchi, which is basically the same, same sauce, but it's just a different carbohydrate. So, you know, you can kind of experiment with that how you, um, how you want and so yeah, the actual recipe you take, you can do it with chopped tomatoes, but this one that I'm going to tell you now is actually using fresh tomatoes. Um, so if you grab some fresh tomatoes and a red onion um, and some garlic, maybe two cloves garlic, grab some seasoning so just salt and pepper. and then for the actual flavor for a bit of kind of herbs, you I actually have in my garden, which I can I'm looking at now, is some fresh sage <laughs> so I use fresh sage just
0: because I have it a herb garden is
1: because yeah. <laughs> my my mom my mom decided that it would be a nice idea to actually it was my idea but my mom's very into gardening so she gave me some cuttings of some herbs and they are growing beautifully out there in the sun so why not yeah
0: <laughs> that was amazing yeah I mean, that, that is that is the dream, to just nip outside. and. Uh...
1: <laughs> but yeah, you can obviously grow them on your uh, windowsill. If students don't have a garden, just put in somewhere sunny, get a bit of water on it, um, and yeah, it'll grow. Um, so yeah, I grabbed some of the sage. Um, you could use dried herbs if you just wanted dried, um, you know, like Italian mixed herbs or something. Then in a large sauce pan, um, oh, sorry, large frying pan, add a bit of, I, I like butter, so I add butter, but you can use olive oil Then if you just fry it for a few minutes, the, um, some crushed garlic, the, an onion that's been sliced and the herbs, and just let that, um, you know, sizzle for a bit until you can kind of start to smell it. Then I add in, so this is where you can add either your chopped tomatoes, but you can also use fresh tomatoes. So I just grab maybe like 20 cherry tomatoes, chop them in half. So the juice can come out, whack it in the pan and let that sizzle and kind of soften until all the juices come out for maybe um I don't know seven to eight minutes something like that and then that's that's the base of your sauce basically if you want to make it a bit of a kind of deeper sauce you can add some tomato paste if you want it a bit sweeter you could add either some sugar or some ketchup ketchup is a really good tip by the way students If you want to add sweetness to a tomato sauce add ketchup because it's full of sugar um, I promise you when it's mixed in <laughs>
0: Yeah, obviously, yeah. people can't uh, see my face over the... Yeah, the, yeah. I'm sort of like, really? Is that... Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I take your word, but I'm not going to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, wow, yeah, I, 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 I didn't know that was a thing. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, so add some ketchup, um, and then, yeah, you basically add some water, so it's maybe 300 mils of water, and then that's your sauce, so let that sizzle, let that simmer for, for like, five minutes, and then... For the noki one, just add your noki straight into it. So don't worry about boiling it separately. Add your noki straight in, put a lid on, a lid on it, um, and just give the pan like a, a bit of a throw up. Um, and the noki will basically, instead of boiling and making it all sticky, it will steam and it'll create a nice kind of little moist... They're, like, they're basically potato dumplings. That's what noki is. So um, yeah, after a few minutes, that'll be done. The sauce will be a bit creamier. Um, because the kind of the starch from the dumplings has gone into the sauce. And then you just serve it up with some, I just top it off with some more fresh herbs um, and yeah, spring onion or something fresh like that. And then if you want to do the spaghetti version, which I kind of guessing that's more popular at the start of the dish, just get your spaghetti on to boil and drain it once the, once it's done and then just add it in and mix it around. Like super easy.
0: So easy. I mean, it's, Mm amazing as well I'm yeah. making that myself and, 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 and simple uh, that's the mm. thing it doesn't have to be extravagant in any way necessarily mm. um, but it, it, it's obviously yeah, you know, it, it's simple and, and healthy and tasty I, I've actually been making my own gnocchi a bit at the moment but I just can't I just can't get it quite right in the middle and I'm yeah, am yeah. a little bit, I... bit crunchy in the middle and I don't it's crunchy yeah like I'm making it from like a, like from a dough and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just can't... It's not like... I'm making it sound like it's like a carrot or something, no. But <laughs> it's like just the texture in the middle is not quite yeah. um, the same as on the outside. So it's something... To be like, honest,
1: you're doing better than me because I haven't even tried making my own yet. So you're already way ahead of me there.
0: <laughs> quite therapeutic,
1: uh, in a way. Yeah, I can imagine,
0: yeah. Oh It's not when it's all terrible, but then after... <laughs> for a few attempts it, it is quite therapeutic yeah so obviously that will be a bit more time consuming uh for mm, me. yeah i recommend just getting it from the pack as well <laughs>
1: <Does that laughs> i work? guess if you've if you finish your exam maybe you're bored you've got nothing to do maybe you're not going for drinks garden then maybe you make your own knocky I'd, I'd say that's a good uh that's a good time to do it
0: as you get older maybe you have a dissertation to do and stuff like yeah, that yeah exactly <laughs> I don't want to drink tonight yeah get uh, <laughs> get making some gnocchi that's sophisticated um, of yeah I mean that sounds like uh, an amazing healthy easy recipe and obviously there'll mm-hmm. be there are loads more on your site as well which yeah, is, uh, yeah. we will link of course um, mm-hmm. and I guess that leads, leads on quite nicely and, and I know we've touched on this a little bit already um, mm-hmm. I know you, you touched on it actually on, on your Insta story yesterday but I'm interested, what are the best foods to have in your fridge? And what are the, the, the foods to avoid? Uh, because I know that, you know, I myself will probably overbuy. We said impulse buying it. But, mm-hmm. time. but there are certain foods which I'm sure um, go, go quicker than others. Yeah. Keep making the same mistake with. They keep buying it. Yeah, so, yeah. What, what is there to avoid? And, and what's the best foods to go for, 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 for longevity?
1: So in terms of, um, so if we start off with the ones um, to definitely have in your cupboard or your fridge, um, the key ones I would say is have a big bulk bought um, kind of uh, rice or pasta. And if you like porridge and you have that a lot, then oats, just get, you know, a three kilogram bag, have it in your um, kitchen cupboard. You could also, I store stuff in my bedroom as well, because um, why not? It's just dried food, isn't it? Um, And then things that I always have are um, tinned chopped tomatoes, tinned uh, tuna, beans. I always have things like um, you get um, butter beans or cannellini. And if you haven't tried them, they're a really great, um, really good source of protein um, for a lot of, I know, particularly some guys at uni, I know they struggle to get protein in a lot of their recipes. So beans are a really good way to go for that and tuna, obviously. Um, so yeah, those tin things and then always have some flour because you'll be surprised how many, um, how many times my friends ask to borrow flour just because they just don't have it. Um, and then in your fridge, I, um, for me, obviously it's different if you're maybe vegan, but for me, I always have, um, a big jug of milk. I always have some cheddar cheese because it goes well with so many recipes, um, I always have eggs because they tend not to go off for quite a while. Um, What else do I have? Um, I always have tomatoes actually, because it's just so versatile, and potatoes. Tomatoes, potatoes, and onions, they're really good. Um, So many recipes, they last a while, um, and they don't go off that quickly, um, which is good. Um, So yeah, it depends. What do you actually, what would you have? What do you have in your...
0: Put me on the spot here. I'd say um, relatively similar, to be honest with you. I mean, tomatoes just have to be a staple. Yeah, um, yeah. They go with literally anything, you know. It's mm. pasta. Um, that's pretty much all I eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I think, you know, eggs and and, and, and such like that. I mean, avocados, I was going to say, I, I, I think mm. I, my avocados just literally go off, like, straight away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As I've become... You know more 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 sort of health focus and you've been told you have to have avocados so like you know yeah um, you know stuff like that just goes off and I know just before we came on out, we were saying spinach as well and and I yeah. um you know hold my hands up like i, I I'm sort of offender uh, an offender on that sort of level where i i do, I'm not good enough with mm. with buying things that are uh, that have sort of more longevity uh, you yeah,
1: yeah.
0: in foods there. Um, I don't really buy that many tinned foods I'm a bit I don't know what it is to be honest with you. I just I feel like does it taste as nice
1: I think I think there is actually a big um th- there's a big kind of I'm not I'm not sure what the word is maybe like taboo or something yeah, around yeah, definitely taboo yeah, food, yeah around um firstly frozen food and also tinned food and Firstly, just so that kind of everyone does know, both of those things. It's just a way of preserving food. So, um, tinned food. I'm sure you're aware. You probably have um, one in your fridge or uh, one in your cupboard that maybe has a date on from like five years ago. And the reason is, is because they're meant to last long. Um, and. Quite often, um, if you put it in a recipe, I use them all the time. If you put it in a recipe with the right spices and, you know, you cook it, um, you know, use one of my recipes if you, if you want an example, um, if you cook it right, then it tastes amazing. And particularly for students who maybe don't have access to, you know, fresh, um, produce all the time or, um, during deadlines when you just don't have time to keep getting fresh things, just go and get them. I mean, frozen veg, I, personally, I don't actually use frozen veg, um, much because I have access to fresh. Um, but yeah, if you don't, then just buy frozen, um, frozen peas is actually one I always have, but yeah, I know I do have friends that have, you know, frozen, um, broccoli, frozen carrots, frozen chopped veg. Um, you can also obviously get frozen fish and things like that. Um, I tend not to do that because I just, I just rather, I prefer cooking it from fresh. Um, But there's nothing wrong with it. Um, It maybe just means that you have to cook it in a slightly different way or you have to um, take them up freezer a bit before so they can soften a bit. Um, But yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. And if that's your way of avoiding food waste, then why not go for it?
0: So from what you said and just linking what we said before, I just want to sort of bring it back to planning for sort of your weeks ahead you said 10 days is often between your shops but just weeks ahead so we're talking about foods of longevity maybe making meal plans but so my thought is so you you bought um, all this food for the week for 10 days and what if uh, on one day you're just like I don't really want to eat what I said I want to eat but you've got all this stuff in that way you if you have these sort of uh, the ingredients the food that you've been saying could, could you almost freestyle a little bit and then you can yeah, yeah. do something else from, you know from scratch because you've got in, uh, ingredients foods that can be used in so many different um,
1: yeah recipes. yeah I mean it happens with me it happens with me all the time like I plan to do something and then just it gets to the day and maybe it's um you know maybe I've planned to have um, a salad but actually that day it's like super rainy and you just want a proper like, hearty meal and you maybe just want to order something um that's like that's just human isn't it everyone changes their mind like don't i know people that even put like feel really bad and they're like oh god no I was going to do this and they get really upset but no like if you can if you can if you've got kind of the kitchen skills to go freestyle then do it um if not you could um get inspiration from someone else so you know have a look at my recipes if you had say a load of um i don't know potatoes that maybe were going off pretty soon and you wanted to make a big curry but then change your mind have a look at the potato recipes that i do you'd be surprised how much like, inspiration you could get um another little tip is making just a heap full of snacks so with potatoes um if you're lucky enough for example to have um deep fat fryer you can make chips you could um just chop them up and make some baked um crisps or chips and just have them just to kind of munch on on the side um and at the end of the day if for some reason you're not going to use it um give it to your mate to use up. or you know like don't uh, don't be that person to kind of keep it to yourself and then it's just food going in the bin because why um give it to someone that's going to use it
0: yeah, and that, and that leads on to sort of the final point that I know we wanted to discuss, mm-hmm. which is food waste um, food and waste in general. And I guess, like, how can we go about reducing food waste on an individual level? And, and, and just before we delve into that that question, I just wanted to give a few stats. Um, For listeners, uh, so from RAP Research, that's Waste and Resources Action Programme, they showed that in 2018, people threw away 6.6 million tons of household food waste a year in the UK, compared to 8.1 million tons in 2007. Yeah, all right, this number has declined. However, the 6.6 million tons we threw threw away, uh, almost three quarters is food that we could have eaten. So that's 4.5 million tons. And that's the stat that we need to care about rather than, wow, we're reducing waste. Well, nothing's actually changing. Um, you know, that's quite alarming. And obviously I'm not going to be like, well, you should all, you know, get better. Like, I, I've done this myself. And this I'm trying to work on and, and get better at. Um, but yeah, so how can we go about reducing food waste on an individual yeah. level?
1: So I think the first thing is that... Um, It's really, it's really, really difficult to actually visualize how our small changes can really have an effect because, you know, you're in your kitchen and you might think, oh, this, this little thing that's going in the bin, you know, that's, that's, that's not going to add up. But that is where you are completely wrong. That is exactly what it is. So all, no matter what it is, everyone's little changes will make a bigger impact, you know, whatever kind of um, global issue it is um but yeah food waste and the the sad thing is that there's so many people it's getting a bit deep now but there are so many people living in food poverty and they just don't have they just don't have the food whether they can't if they um, whether it's that they can't afford it whether they don't have access to it whether they don't know how to cook it so it ends up going in a bin whatever it is so um for us people that can save food from being thrown Um, or can even, even if it's donating to food banks, you know, if you, if you're near one, do it. Um, but yeah, so the little things we can do, um, on an individual level is firstly, don't overbuy when you're at the supermarket, because that is, that's like almost the first hurdle. Once you've overbought, it's in your house and you have to eat it. So by being able to just, even if you just have a rough idea of kind of the few meals that you might do that, that's better than nothing that's going, um, it's better than going in kind of blind. And also just a little tip for everyone, don't go food shopping when you're hungry or before you've eaten. Go after when when you're not craving, uh, you know, um, chocolate or, you know, the the takeout pizzas or whatever, or the snacks. Go when you've eaten. Um, You'll thank me later. (laughs) So do that. Then when you're at home um, and you're cooking, don't make too much food when you're actually cooking. So don't put all your ingredients in one dish that you're gonna get sick of and then maybe you're gonna throw half of that in the bin so that you can go out and buy some more food. Um, if you do end up doing that, that's still fine. You can still save it. Um, after that. you can freeze portions and they'll last weeks. So you know, just take out the freeze the night before whack it in the fridge or take it out um, you know, if you're gonna eat really late at night, try and take it out super early in the morning it should be fine when you're back from uni or college or wherever um you'll have a nice meal that you can just quickly heat up on the pan or in the microwave um then things that people might struggle with a little bit more are things like using parts of the vegetable that you might think are disgusting or gone off or really difficult to use so um things like uh broccoli stalks or the ends of spring onion or um trying to think now um uh things like coriander stalks like people always chuck the stalk away like don't do that it's got flavor if you don't want to see it in your dish chop it up finely put it in the sauce so it's it's part of your flavor but it's it's hidden um so yeah little things like that i have loads of tips on how i use little things on my instagram i show you i'm sure you've seen it i show people every day how i use bits and bobs. um also something that that is it's a tricky one because i know some people are really kind of maybe touchy about best before dates and use by dates but i think it's important that we definitely we need to use a bit more common sense to be honest if you have a sealed pack of um it's different with fish and it's different with um certain types of meats but definitely with um vegetables with uh, anything tinned don't chuck it away before maybe you've smelt it or you know you can see something's going off with it um so just use a bit of common sense with that um obviously there's advice online about food safety and stuff but don't just immediately throw it away um so yeah i think that's a good kind of few tips on how you can reduce your avoid food waste from the shop to the very final kind of eating it um and obviously another thing if, if you're going to um if you're not going to use something up or you've got a meal that you're not going to eat, give it to your friends. Like if they can eat it, even if they've already eaten and they're just hungry for more, it doesn't matter. Like if someone's eating it, it's not going in the bin. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that's, I think that's a good uh, kind of set of tips for people to listen to.
0: Yeah. I think fantastic tips. Um, and I think, you yeah, know, the most important issue is like that thought process of like, if all of us keep thinking, it's only a little bit, it's only a little bit, it adds Mm. up so quickly. So if we can all collectively somehow change our mindset into actually tiny things do matter, can you imagine the scale of change that that will affect? Really short term, not not even long term, just on a short term. Yeah, yeah. And that's the mindset that we need to to sort of get ourselves into, um, you know, especially our, our generation, I feel, it's going to be left mm-hmm. to us um, to to sort of make these big changes uh, yeah. and, and counterbalance the, the issues we face already. But you know, obviously, I really appreciate you giving those tips. I think it's uh, it's so useful for people to think about and not find them too overwhelming. You know, you're not yeah. making. Yeah. You're not really making a change, to be honest with you. You're just not being... Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) It'll make you feel better as well when when you realise that actually you're not throwing away money and you can actually use the the food that you've actually spent money on. Um, You know, you're saving money. I have... um, I mean, I I mentioned it to you before that I'm coming out with this um, kind of student manual sort of thing. And in it, it will show you... um, it will show you how much money you can save just on different things um so that's just something exciting kind of coming up um that um, you or the audience whatever might be interested in but yeah it's crazy isn't it
0: and i just want to say thank you obviously for, for joining me today uh lauren thank and, you for these amazing tips and insight and just with so much passion as well that's that's what I mm. love, <laughs> of
1: so, course <laughs> um, so
0: thank you so yeah. much lauren. thank you what a wonderful conversation to be a part of! Lauren is just so passionate, as I said there at the end. She just loves food, um, and her Insta page is honestly fantastic. Um, I'll be promoing this episode, obviously, on our Instagram as well. So watch out for uh, her tag and check out her stuff. It's it's really great. I love what she's doing. I mentioned her student manual. the introduction to this episode which will be a great thing for all students and young people to have at their disposal i think it's just a download as well it's an ebook which is great you know going out and buying a physical copy of a book can be a little bit tedious at times so an ebook perfect and those meal plans as well which we mentioned multiple times in our chats i'm sure they'll come in very handy for all students listening to this I want to keep this outro pretty short, to be honest with you. Make sure you follow our social media channels at TheNakedStudent underscore on Instagram, at TNS underscore podcasts on Twitter and our Facebook page, which is just The Naked Student. Every time we bring out a new episode, new blog, all new content in general, it will be on one of those three media channels. So give us a follow, give us a like on there and I'll be back in the next few days, with a brand new episode.